You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. All right, good morning and uh, welcome. Welcome to the show. This is Morning Breath. I am uh, Brian Moore, one of the pastors here at East Coast Christian Center. It's my honor to host the show today. I have some friends in the studio. We're going to get into the Word of God together. I want to welcome you out there. Welcome some folks in the studio with me here. Pastor Christian Hurston, how are you doing today, my friend? Doing great. Excited to be reading Mark. It's always good. And I love getting into the Word. You know, the Word will change your life if you let it. Yeah, I think it's a it's a great time to get into routine. It's the fall. We're we're back to school. We're we're doing the things and uh, settling in a little bit. Yeah. Summer summer always has lots of excitement and uh, <laughs> all you know we're going directions, vacations, people away all over the place. But though. we're back to school. We're yeah. settled in yeah. and uh, doing life. And so back to yeah, school, back to church, back to some routine. Back to the routine, and the routines are good. Yeah. If, uh, if we need routine, some of us are uh, very routine and regimented, and others are uh, just needing routine. And yeah. so we're going to get into it today, and uh, we're thankful for the Word of God. It does change lives. I want to say hello as well. Nick, thanks for being here. Thanks for being our studio engineer. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Awesome. Thanks for being here. We uh, This is a, a radio show that is a podcast and all the, all the ways that you can get this. Do you want to tell them how to do that, Christian, how to get on board? Yeah, absolutely. The easiest way is on the East Coast app, which you could download on the Apple or Google Play Store. Just search the words East Coast app and you'll see it. It's got a blue background with a white cross. Or you can go to our website, which is eccc.us. That's eccc.us. And on there, you can get information, events, past sermons, all of our morning breath episodes, the devotion guide, what, whatever you need, it's there. You can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube just by searching for East Coast Christian Center. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060, and we'd be honored to either email or mail out the morning breath devotion guide or anything you ever want to know about East Coast. Yeah, and the devotion guide is just going to tell you what chapters we're yeah. in, where we're headed, and you know we do take a, a chapter of the Word of God and just let God breathe on it. We talk about what God um, showed us as we've read the chapter prior to coming into the studio here to do it together. And I love what happens when I read the chapter, you read the chapter, yeah. we read it live on the air. You out there are listening, you're tuned in, and maybe you're reading the chapter uh, ahead of listening to the show as well, and just watch what God breathes on and what God speaks and how God speaks it to us, I think, is uh, is pretty awesome. So there's something powerful that happens when we do this together, yeah. and it's not just you over there reading a chapter by yourself yeah. and, and hoping that something comes from it, but we get to do it together, and we get to learn and grow together, and it's uh, it, this is something this show's been going on for, I don't know, as long as I've been a part of this ministry, which is uh, 18, 19 years, yep. I think this is a... We're, we might be 20-ish, 22 20 years or something. Years, yeah, yeah this, morning breath. this has been a thing. And uh, the word of God into our community for this many years, it's been an incredible opportunity. Yeah. And we just hope that you'd uh, you'd be on board with us. And so get get a hold of the chapters, uh, know where we're at and know where we're headed. We do have some other things going on here as a church. This is a outreach ministry, or this is a ministry at East Coast Christian Center, and so we have what we call a night of worship that we do once a month, uh, generally around the, the middle of the month, the first of the month area, uh, the first couple of weeks of the month, generally on a Wednesday night, we gather all of our campuses together and have a worship time, and we're going to do that tomorrow night. It will yeah. be the uh, 18th of August, and we will have night of worship where we will come together and just worship Jesus. Our, our band uh, will lead us. There'll be a, a maybe a short, um, you know, five to ten minute, you know, message point um, of kind of the what are we headed and what are we doing with all this. But uh, generally, it is a hour, hour and fifteen minutes, yeah. hour and a half of just 
let's just exalt the name of Jesus, lift him high, and watch what God does, and it's pretty fun. Yeah, and that event's at 6.30. That might be a different time for some of you who remembered it being at 7 for years, or when we were doing two of them, yeah. we had a service at 6, but we've settled in at 6.30, so we'd love to have you be there. Of course, go to the app or the website for more information on that always. Yeah, and it's not just a, this is not just an in-reach thing for our church. This is a wide open to you out there Absolutely. or to anyone you might um, know that could really have um, I don't know, just be refreshed in a time of worship so as we settle back into our, our routines and such. And so we're going to get into Mark chapter 7 today. I have the New American Standard uh, version. What do you have going on over there? NLT, New Living Translation. Right on. And I think we have, let's see, we have 37 verses in this chapter. Yeah. And so we'll break it after 19. You want to get me started? Yeah. I must say unto you, read, sir. All right. The Pharisees and some of the scribes gathered around him when they had come from Jerusalem and had seen that some of his disciples were eating their bread with impure hands, that is, unwashed. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they carefully wash their hands, thus observing the traditions of the elders. And when they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they cleanse themselves. And there are many other things which they have received in order to observe, such as the washing of cups and pitchers and copper pots. The Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat their bread with impure hands? And he said to them, Rightly did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. But in vain do they worship me, teach as doctrines the precepts of men, or teaching as doctrines the precepts of men. Neglecting the commandment of God, you hold to the traditions of men. He was also saying to them, You are experts at setting aside the commandments of God in order to keep your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and he who speaks evil of father or mother is to be put to death. But you say, if a man says to his father or mother, whatever I have that would help you is Corbin, that is to say, given to God. You no longer permit him to do anything for his father or his mother, thus invalidating the word of God by your tradition, which you have handed down, and you do many things such as that. After he called the crowd to him again, he began saying to them, listen to me, all of you, and understand there is nothing outside of the man which can defile him if he go, if it goes into him. But the things which proceed out of the man are what defile the man. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. When he had left the crowd and entered the house, his disciples questioned him about the parable. And he said to them, are you so lacking in understanding also? Do you not understand that whatever goes into the man from outside cannot defile him because it does not go into his heart? but into his stomach and is eliminated. Verse 20, and then he said, it is what comes from inside that defiles you. For from within, out of a person's heart comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these vile things come from within. They are what defile you. Then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyre. He didn't want anyone to know which house he was staying in, but he couldn't keep it a secret. Right away, a woman who had heard about it came and fell at his feet. Her little girl was possessed by an evil spirit, and she begged him to cast out the demon from her daughter. Since she was a Gentile born in, Sy in Siren, Phoenicia, Jesus told her, First, I should feed the children, my own family, and the Jews. It isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied, That's true, Lord, but even the dogs under the table are allowed to eat the scraps from the children's plates. Good answer, he said. Now go home, for the demons have left your daughter. And when she arrived home, she found her little girl lying quietly in bed, and the demon was gone. 
Jesus left Tyre and went up to Sidon before going back to the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Ten Towns. As a deaf man with speech impeded, a deaf man with a speech impediment was brought to him, and the people begged Jesus to lay his hands on the man to heal him. Jesus led him away from the crowd so they could be alone. He put his fingers in the man's ears. Then spitting on his own fingers, he touched the man's tongue. Looking up to heaven, he sighed and said, Ephelapha, which means be open. Instantly, the man could hear perfectly, and his tongue was freed so he could speak plainly. Jesus told the crowd not to tell anyone, but the more he told them not to, the more they spread the news. They were completely amazed and said again and again, everything he does is wonderful. He even makes the deaf to hear and gives speech to those who cannot speak. Amen. Amen. You know, pretty, uh, I don't know, I, I like this chapter because it, there's there's some uh, breaking of the mold, if you will. Yeah, like, I mean, Jesus kind of goes outside the box a yeah. bit here in, in healing and uh, doing what he does, but yeah. In doing so, he he's a, he starts a chapter here uh, in Mark. Here we we see just the the idea that we can get so ingrained, and and I say we because I'm including myself in this. Yeah. I can get so ingrained in my traditions of yeah. how I can connect with God or how I how I do what I do to maybe have an experience with God. You know, there's a description here about you know why are the disciples or why are these leaders you know. Um, eating without washing their hands first, and they haven't done this, and they haven't done that, and there's this very critical, like, kind of intro or, like, looking over there going, how dare they do it that way, you know? And uh, and I think Jesus is actually trying to break some of these, you know, traditions, obviously, and trying to, he, he actually came to kind of free people from the from the religion and, and get people into relationship uh, with, with a God that um, wants to be near to them, wants to be friend, and I can really appreciate that. I can appreciate the the kind of the breaking down of some of those borders or some of those walls, if you will, that we build up in our traditions. And you know, I'm a guy who needs routine. I'm a guy who feels like you know I have a have a pretty uh, I don't know I have a pretty disciplined quote unquote life that I that I try to live. Um, I guess in most areas of my life, I, I I'm sure there's areas that I don't see clearly and that I need more discipline and I need things that way. Um, I'm thinking maybe my diet, I really like donuts and I like, you know, I like some junk. Bell. Yeah. I'm not afraid of some fast food here and there. But as a former pro athlete, you got some discipline in there. Hey, I, I got some, I got some things in there that really yeah. bend me back towards the, we're going to do it like this and we're yeah. going to be rigid about some yeah. things. And even some of the traditions of how I like to worship, what kind of music I like to listen to, you know, how I can connect with God, quote unquote. And, you know, I, I think the, the origins of some of these traditions started out very holy and very awesome and very even awe-inspiring, if you will. Like, the people would take time. I think about growing up, I, I grew up in a, in a setting religiously where there was some very serious uh, awe and splendor that was taught of, like, you know, we serve a God that is like that is holy and righteous, and yeah. this is a very good thing. And I don't not, I'm not, yeah. do not want to minimize that. A very awesome, holy God. And there was, in the setting that I grew up, I grew up with that awe and that almost fear of God, quote unquote, right? And not fear in like just love, but fear and reverence, right? There's a reverence piece. And I believe that a lot of these traditions were born out of that reverence. Mm -hmm. But what can happen is that we can build that so strongly that we lose the reverence and we turn it into something that it's not meant to be ever. And if we're not careful, we'll have so many walls built up that we can't connect with God anymore. And we become very critical of everybody else's way that they worship or way that they would um, find awe and find just some of the reverence for who God is. And so as I read through this, it just reminded me of some of the things that I had to break 
early on in my walk in relationship with God instead yeah. of this religious far off God that I was always trying to like, he's so holy I can't approach him almost, yeah. that actually I can actually approach a God that loves me and that the walls or the the holy awe part that I had built became walls instead of just being really actually sacrifice almost. Yeah. And so yeah. the difference between a sacrifice and a holy awe, reverence, can very quickly turn into a religious act yeah. that is very broken. And so I think yeah. we see some of that going on. Yeah. I love the idea too. You you mentioned in the beginning is like Jesus was so unconventional here. Yeah. And this is gonna rub some people wrong, but I love this idea of kind of like punk rock Jesus. Like here he is, you know, he flips tables in the temple, yeah. he leads this guy out away from everybody else, and then heals him in the most unconventional way you could think of. Yeah. And he didn't mind challenging the social norms. He yeah. did it constantly as he, you know, spent time with the prostitutes and the drunkards and he was with the real people and healed them. Or even this woman, I thought about it in my study time this morning, is God and Jesus don't mind being challenged. He's like, hey, the healing is for these people. And she's like, hey, but even the dogs get the scraps. He's like, you know what? Your faith is going to make it happen. It's the same way with the centurion. The centurion says, hey, you don't even have to go to heal my servant. Just say it. And Jesus is like... I haven't seen any faith like this in all of Jerusalem or even all of Israel is that he responded to the boldness. And I like that, that God is not afraid of your challenge. He's not afraid by any means or threatened by you, like really demanding or putting a demand on it to be like, God, help me with this. I need you. When I'm weak, you're strong. And so it's a cool thing to think about is have kind of what you were saying, like an an intimacy with God in a way to where I love the reverence, I love the awe, but at the same way in Romans, it says that we can cry out, Abba, Father. Like that visual of like crawling up in his lap and being like, Daddy God, I need you. Help help me through this. Be with me in this time. And God is, he'll do it in an unconventional way and he'll meet you where you're at. Whatever that is that's going on in your life in that situation is he's always there with you. Yeah, I think there's a there's a tension that we see throughout Scripture, throughout the New Testament, where Jesus, you know, breaking down some of these walls or breaking down some of these religious, um, maybe uh, I don't know, just the, the religious style of, yeah. of quote unquote just ministry. Routines, yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's tension there because there's something very holy about sacrifice unto the Lord. Yeah. Like he's not saying, "Hey, sacrifice is all garbage," and like you know, setting aside time and and effort to actually approach a holy God. Yeah, this is not a bad thing. No. Like this is not a bad thing at all. And I could actually say that there are times in my life where I I forget some of the some of the holiness yeah. reverence piece of you know approaching a God who is holy. Yeah. Like he is he is completely holy and righteous creator and, of heaven and earth yeah <laughs> and if and if we just want to flippantly approach god with you know just quote-unquote sloppy grace if you will like we 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 have to balance there is tension there between going hey you know what i can't just you know live however i want to live and just come running back to god yeah. however i want to run back to god and he'll always certainly he's always going to love you certainly he's yeah. not going to like you know cast you away and certainly he's not going to stiff arm you right like we we understand that but there's yeah. a balance in this yeah. that that we're not just going to go you know sin because we can sin or because yeah. we want to sin. It's going to affect you yeah. not more than it's going to affect him. Like, yeah, and your neighbor, like your neighbor needs to see your good works. Yeah, like absolutely. it's not a works issue where we got to do all this work to yeah. approach God. It's actually a, out of a reverence and awe 
for how good God is and what he's done in your life that you want to, you know, behave a certain way, yeah. right? But if we aren't careful, the behavior will get on the front side yeah. and we'll think that it's a behavior that's actually getting us into closeness with God. And yeah. Jesus breaks this by going, let me spit on my fingers here. Let me <laughs> let me get some saliva onto your tongue, some yeah. of my life, quote yeah. unquote, into your life in a very obscure way. Yeah, This would have been so obscure in his day oh, yeah. as much as it would be today like yeah. like it's not in, like it was a norm <laughs> no in yeah. in covid era or not covid era yeah. this is way outside the box yeah. right this is about as crazy quote unquote as it could be perceived to see mm-hmm. somebody get healed and whole however he wasn't doing it out of like watch this and it was a show he actually consistently and i really appreciate that about the ministry of jesus that this was not showy it was never showy he was always like hey go don't tell anyone i like, know hey, that. yeah go, so get, crazy. Get, get over here because he didn't want to exalt himself you yeah. know and I think there's a part of us at times, and I'm saying us, I'm including me in this, oh, yeah. is that it feels really good to do something great for somebody and look at me and yeah. look what I did. And now it's, we'll post it on social media yeah. and we'll check this out and look what, look what almost out of a look what God did, but I'm the one who did it, yeah. right? Like, or I was he the one used God me. used me. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I don't think it's a bad thing. Testimony is a good thing. Testimony is holy. Again, it's right. It's by the by the blood of Jesus and the word of our testimony that we overcome. We need to share story. We need to talk about what God has done. Yeah. But be very careful that you're not exalting you. Yeah. Or look what I did. Or look yep. what God did through me. And you know all of that. And I th- I just love how Jesus breaks down this stuff and then goes, Hey, just just don't don't tell anyone over there. Yeah. Like just just go just go back to doing life and let the actual work of God. Yeah. You know, be the testimony, not the who did it over here, yeah. right? And there's such tension in this, and I. I really appreciate it. I, I wish it was easier to kind of balance the tension. I wish it was easier just to be on one side of the fence or on the I other know. side, and you really kind of have to walk this really, it is, really tenderly. Yeah. And that, that I, again, that's hearing the voice of God, though. That's actually doing life with God, yeah, and not a God over there that gives us a, a method and a rhythm to how to do yeah. it. Yeah, the verse thirty six is the one that I had highlighted. Is Jesus told the crowd not to tell anyone, yeah. but the more he told them not to, the more they spread the news. And this idea of like, you know, he must increase, we must decrease, is that. It's it is a tension because it says how will they know without a preacher? How will yeah. they hear? Is that you got to get the word out? And I have that that dilemma a little bit like with social media is that I want to use it to be able to proclaim Jesus and yeah. I want to be able to share the goodness of God. But at the same time, it's like I don't want it to be all like, oh look at me. And so you find that right balance. But I would say this to you on the radio, and if you're listening to this podcast, however, just listen to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like I love that you say this in life, and you've said it to me. It's like. What's your heart behind it? What's the motive? If your heart is good and if it's pure and it's not like this, you know, self promotion, then, you know, let it be for the glory of God. It's going to be awesome. And, and I've personally like pulled back at times and had people ask me, one of our good friends, a missionary to Lebanon, Sam's like, Hey man, I haven't seen anything. Like I love seeing your updates from the family. Like I'm on the other part of the world and I love seeing your stuff because it's encouraging. Like don't be holding back. I was like, Oh man, it's been good. I just haven't been posting. It's like, well, I want to know what's happening, so keep me yeah. updated. And so I was like, okay, I, I don't want to get hung up in a wrong way, but at the same time, let it all be about Jesus. I love this this statement of make Jesus famous. Yeah. Like it's not make Christian famous or Brian famous or East Coast famous. Like if anything, let it be about the big C church. Let it be about Jesus and everything we do point back to his goodness. Yeah, you know, I I just keep going back to this divine tension. I I, as I read this chapter, I was like, man, is there anything in me, God, show me where I have built some border that I'm not willing to cross, thinking that it's just holy and, you know, 
awe-inspiring to you, God? Like, I, I want to do well with this. Like, I want to balance my life in a place of going, God, where have I built tradition that is hindering what you want to do in me or through me even, yeah. right? Like, I want to be used in an arena that I'm not, you know, that I'm not going to set up some, uh, I don't know, some some boundary, if you will, that, oh, God wouldn't do it that way. Now, at the same time, I think we have to be very careful that we don't get out there and go, well, Jesus hawked a loogie in somebody's, you know, face and, <laughs> yeah. you know, got some mud and slapped it in their eye or, yeah. you know, like, because he did that, I would be, one again, be very sensitive. You know, I think about going on the mission field. And uh, one of the things that I learned early on in missions is, you know, if I'm going to go on the mission field, I'm going to talk to the missionary that's there doing life there and is going to have to live beyond me being there for yeah. a week because I, I want to go and do some stuff, right? Yeah. Like I want to like, hey, let's go for it, you know? Yep. And I can value this as pastoring in a community that now I've been involved with for, you know, almost 20 years. I can understand the value of somebody bopping in and doing this thing and then leaving yeah. and the impact that that could leave behind, yep. you know? and. I love how Jesus did these things. And again, he said, don't just just go back to life because he didn't want to cause a stir and some chaos. He actually just wanted to let the works of God do their thing. Right. Yeah. And that's what happened here. Itself. It spoke for themselves and they couldn't hold it yeah, back. Signs so and good, wonders right? follow those who believe. Yeah. And I want to be used of that. I want to be used in areas of our community. I want to be used in, you know, in fresh ways. But I also want to think about what's the impact this long term. You know, yeah. like I don't want to just go do something to go, wow, look what we did. Like, check it out. Look at this. But it actually has to like live on beyond. And yeah. the works of God here in in the form of what Jesus did in healing these people, they lived on well Forever. beyond when he was yeah. there. It wasn't yeah. a flash in the pan. Yeah. I, I I can appreciate, you know, going to the gym and like years ago, I was working out with a couple other guys, and um, you know, you you go early in the morning, you know, after the first of the year, let's say, like you know, January fifth or something, you're yeah. going to the gym. I'm going to change my behavior. I'm going to go yeah. for it. And then by about the fifteenth of January, about half of the gym's not there at five thirty in the morning anymore, yeah. and you're like bunch of flash in the pan. Oh yeah. I think consistency and not building so much consistency that it becomes a tradition of man, mm -hmm. but that actually consistency of going, you know what? This radio show can become that for you. Yeah. If you're just listening to this because I have to get my superstitious word of, you know, like almost a superstition thing. Like if I don't get the word, I'm gonna have this bad day or I'm gonna yeah. do whatever. If I don't hear from so and so, I'm gonna do well, let's not build a tradition so big. Let's actually go, you know what? I'm hungry for more of God. Scripture yeah. says if you hunger and thirst for righteousness, you'll be filled. It doesn't yeah. say if you hunger and thirst for the works and the stuff that you'll be filled. It's it's the righteous act of God. God, I want you, and I want to have closeness with you. I don't want to build traditions. Help me break down those things in my life. I really want to be different so that I don't, I don't miss something you're doing. Yeah, verse 7 says, These people honor me with their lips, yeah. but their hearts are far from me. Their worship is a farce. For they teach man-made ideas as commands from God. And it can be easy to do that, to go through routine. Like yeah. I've, I've certainly had times in my life where I was like, I got to do the Bible because I don't want to lose my streak. Like, And that's not a terrible thing. Like Getting in the Word is certainly better than not getting in the Word. But measuring your motive and your heart behind it is like, I want to do it because I want to know my Father better. I want to do it because I want to have His Word change my life. And I want to get into it. And that can make a big difference is what is your heart behind it? As Jesus spends a lot of time talking about verse 15, he says, it's not what goes into your body that yeah. defiles you you're defiled by what comes out of your heart is that it's easy to put up a front but yeah. jesus called the pharisees whitewashed tombs it's this idea is they look clean on the outside but they're just full of dead bones on the inside is you know have a a pure heart and a heart that's going to run after god yeah, that's great. We're gonna we're gonna get to a break in a second, but um, well, maybe when we come back from the break, I want to get into this a little bit more. But I just asked a question: Who knows you enough to actually know your motives? Like, yeah. are you vulnerable enough with somebody that they could actually oh, know your motives good. that way? Uh, let's take it to the break, and uh, we'll pick that back up. You are listening to the Morning Breath podcast from East Coast Christian Center. 
We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, so uh, just kind of in closing, I, I started this thought before the break, and 
You know, at the end of the day here, I don't know that I'm the best assessor in my own life of where I've built these traditions yeah. and where I bought the, built these things or where my motives are actually all the time pure and, and holy, yeah. right? Like Blind I, sides. Blind yeah, sides. I, I mean, I think I'm doing pretty good at times, yeah. right? But then you know what I really need is I need somebody who loves me enough to tell me the truth to actually question that in my own yeah. life because – I always believe the best about my intentions, mm -hmm. and I know myself, I know my worst behaviors, yeah. but I can give myself a lot of grace. Yeah. And some people are not that way. There are others who are very harsh on themselves and very rigid on themselves and yeah. just kind of beat themselves up all the time. I'm not that guy. I actually have a pretty like, hey, what's the, you know, I'm doing pretty good. Like yeah. I have this like uh, pretty, pretty good, you know, picture of myself all the time, which yeah. is broken. I need people in my own life to go, hey. Would you help me with this? What do you think about it? Am I crazy? Am I missing it here? Like, yeah. have I just blown it? Like, yeah. Because if I don't get help with that, I could be like the drunk dude that doesn't know how drunk they are. Yeah. Like, we've all experienced, or most of us have probably experienced a somebody that we know that has had a few too many yeah. that is like, oh, I'm good, I'm good. And oh, no, they're, they're, they're just... They try to sit up and walk, and they can't hardly, yeah. Yeah, and, and somebody is just... You know, I mean, it's been a long time ago, by the grace of God, since I've been in that place yeah. with alcohol. Like, I, I haven't had a drink in a lot of years, and I'm, I'm by the grace of God only, right? Yeah. But I, I do know that there were times in my life where I was not the best assessor of, yeah. of where I'm at. And I think we can get there spiritually very quickly. Yep. We think we're doing good, and we're really not. And we need somebody close enough. And, and I appreciate that. You know, Christian and I have spent a lot of hours. We've been out running. We've been out riding. We've been out doing life together. We go to lunch. We spend time going, hey, how are you doing? How's your family yeah. doing? And we ask some questions because we need that in our own lives. Yeah. And so I would just challenge you, if you don't have somebody that you're accountable to that can help you with these ideas of where have you built traditions that you're missing out on real connection with God, get that in your life. And let's go do it for Jesus. Let's go do life together. God bless you guys. Thanks for being here. We'll catch up with you. Talk to you next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.